The podcast that you're about to enjoy is part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. To enjoy more great podcasts like this one, visit lowtreestudios.com. Live from Low Tree Studios, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, I will share a statistical breakdown of life by the numbers. Fun conversation topic there. Uh, I've got some interesting facts about people who wear Apple watches, uh, the effects of nightlights on children, and I think people in general, really. Uh, The things we really want on Valentine's Day. I know it's past already, but I thought this was fun and we could share it and we could discuss maybe what we did for Valentine's Day. Uh, We will share some of the last few details of our move. We've got a little bit more to share uh, probably for two more episodes and that'll probably wrap it up. And Mindy, what are you sharing? I am sharing how to live 13 years longer and hacks for a happy commute. Nice. How's your commute? I don't have one. (laughs) Welcome those of you listening live and of course those of you who can't make the live show and choose to upload it on your favorite podcatcher and listen that way. We appreciate both sides of that coin and of course welcome Mindy. Thank you. You're welcome. I want to say happy birthday to our good friend, Travis. Happy birthday, Travis. Travis Mullins. Travis is the uh, phenomenal guitar player in Jesse Vaz in the Velvet Rain. He's also a tremendous guy and a good friend of mine, and I miss him uh, a lot. I miss him a lot. So. Yeah. I just wanted to say happy birthday. I did text him, but uh, it's nice to say it right here. He said he's been listening, and he's happy to hear that we're back on the airwaves. Nice. And uh, of course, thank you guys in the chat. I see Friday is is breaking our our testes uh, over uh, not podcasting. He said he went to Ottawa to protest uh, that he wanted more episodes and uh, they got taken over by truck drivers uh, protesting. So he's, his protest fell, fell on deaf ears because the truck drivers took over and all of that. Do you know what I'm even know what I'm talking about? I know about? what you're okay. talking about. Yes. <clears throat> She's looking at me like I like she has <laughs> no idea what I'm saying. Uh, then he says, "I support them, but I was in Ottawa before they came along." Exactly. He says they they should have found a different parliament. Agreed. Right. This is important. You want more episodes. We're not going to give you more. We're going to do our weekly show every Wednesday, mm-hmm. and of course, fine tunings will be live this week, though. It's uh, yes. 9.30 or 9, I should say 9. I thought it was 9.30 or 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 last time. And it's, it was actually 9. Uh, but we do it biweekly and that is at 9 p.m. Eastern, mm-hmm. 6 o'clock Pacific. I need to help you come up with join. a drink for that oh, podcast. No, I need to give them time to be able to get the stuff. That yes, they, we need that to do that need. tonight and then send the... Uh, Ingredients tonight. Since we're doing it remotely, um, one of the big problems I have is that Nick typically would come up with the beverage, mm-hmm. and uh, which is great because then he would take it home with him at the end of the night, the ingredients, right? Because mm-hmm. I have so much alcohol from past parties, we do, you and I, and uh, I don't want to add any more to it for one drink that I'm going to have at night. Yes, we're going to talk about parties. In our, Good in our, point. So yeah, that'll be that'll be fun because mm-hmm. we... we we ended up with a lot of liquor, always. 
Yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, little segue. We're not going to go right into that, but no, that no. is a good mm-hmm. uh, thing to say that we're going to talk about a little bit later for the question of the podcast. All right, well, let's get into this. It's a statistical breakdown of life by the numbers. I always enjoy these because they're kind of fun little conversation uh, starters, I think. 39% of adults believe they are the best drivers they know. Mm. How do you feel about that? Do you believe you are in that 39 percentile? Oh, I know I am. You think you're one of the best drivers that you know? Yes. You know how I know that? Hmm. I've never been in an accident. You better stop saying words like that. Well, actually, I can't say that anymore. I did get into a little fender bender. Yeah, let's talk about that. That was an interesting uh, uh, part of our move that we can share. Yeah, that, that happened right before we left. I was really not happy about that whole situation. So I was at the medical office. We, uh, I was backing out and someone else was backing out, but it was a younger kid. And I think he didn't He was look, coming out pretty hard. He came out hard, yeah. yeah. And then he, I was like, you know, kind of, we were not going very fast, obviously. We were backing out, but right. I, it was enough that my car moved. And I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah. Yeah, he came massive, to- massive dent in your car, just a tiny little scratch. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, it, I don't uh, even want to go into the whole thing, but basically, when we parted ways, the deal was is he was going to, we were just it. gonna repair it as cheaply as we could and, without going through insurance. Yes, and then they were gonna pay for my bumper. Well, God, I, I think my bumper was 150 bucks. Yeah. And that was to get it. it fixed. And then we were going to split that. And do you know that they, the, the mom slighted me, the mom was like a, such a bitch. Oh boy. She turned on us. It was wild. We're just like, forget it. And, and then it was this whole thing, right? Because uh, not to over exaggerate this story, cause I have a lot more to share, but it was this whole thing because we were moving and the, tr- the, tr- the car was going to be leaving and put being put on a trailer yep. like the next week mm-hmm. or that that Friday. No, and it was that Friday. We had to get it cleaned and get it on the trailer because it was being shipped to Florida. It was crazy. And the other shitty thing about it is because that was happening so quickly, I literally went and got it done that day. You did. We needed it because I needed it by Friday. It was being taken that Friday. And I and then the the dent place that pops out your dents they made special arrangements to even meet me there. Yeah. The whole thing was just, I was so pissed at that lady. It was, it was like the integrity of it. People have no integrity. And it's just one of those things you go bygones, just kind of wash your hands of it and you move on because we could not, uh, we couldn't worry about it. We were, we're leaving the state. It was, Pretty crazy though. It's funny when you're moving. I had just had this moment last night. I, I think I mentioned it to you where I was like, it, 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 when we were in it, it was so crazy and so chaotic and it also felt like it was never going to end. Mm-hmm. And here we are. It's such a blur that I, I almost don't know if I appreciated it. Like the process because you're so stressed about it yeah you know and and then you try to look back and go wow we did it and it's a huge move i don't know anybody that's moved across the u.s or anywhere far from your home it's 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 a pretty big undertaking i mean it's hard enough just to move up the street you know what i'm saying but to do it all the way across the u.s yeah, yeah. you know luckily of course our company helped my company helped a lot i say our i say ours i'm no longer not, there yeah <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but anyway, they helped a lot, which made it a lot easier, you know, Mm -hmm. but even that we had to fight with a little bit. Well, going back to just that accident, just for a minute, I, 
what pissed me off about it is I could have been a bitch. I could have went through my insurance company. Right away. I could have probably nailed them for a whole bunch of money. And they and and the way they spoke, I believed them. Yep. Like they were going to, like they were going to, uh, help do something it's a shame about on it. them. Yeah. You know, it was like, you could have got out of this. Had, had we not been moving, I might've been a bitch. Yeah. They got out of it without having to do anything. Uh, but because we were moving, I, and my car was fine. Yeah. I just, whatever. Um, know. Friday says could have said whiplash. Yeah. Could've, I really could have. Really I could have played it up. A, a whole bunch of shit, but we didn't have time for I'm that. just not like that. And shame on them. We didn't have time for that. I mean, seven was it seventy five? Seventy five dollars they couldn't pay. Uh, Whatever. Right. Um, all right. Sixty percent of us admit we don't know our next door neighbor's name. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, we let's just go to California. We knew the neighbor across the street's name, mm. Tim. Uh, we did know the neighbor that was sort of to the left and across the street, but then she moved out. Mm -hmm. We met those neighbors. I forget her name now because we just met them right before we moved. Yep. Um, they didn't move in uh, very soon. You know, they were they were there just a couple months before we moved. And then the neighbors right next door to us on the left, we had no idea who they were. Nope. I mean, they lived there for a year and a half, and we never met them. That, I thought I find that very odd because of where we live now. They came and introduced themselves right every away. Every single neighbor and I'm not exaggerating came up to us and introduced themselves. Yep. And our very next door neighbors um waited cuz it was New Year's night. Mm -hmm. Waited until midnight came out with a sh champagne bottles and and some glasses mm -hmm. and toasted us the new year with them. It was really cool. Ah. So we do know our neighbors here, but uh, at home we really didn't. We did know the older lady who moved out. The new people that moved in, they moved in just before we moved. So we had people that moved in kind of just before we moved. Uh, they did introduce themselves. They don't remember their name and they were very friendly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, didn't really have a lot of, the neighbors were very leery. They were older neighbors, mostly when we moved in there. So we just never got to know them. 33% of us say we've made a new friend in the past year. I would say that is 100% true. Uh, I've made a couple new friends. 6% uh, of people say they never tip. Never tip. It's a low number, 6%, but still. Yeah, that's, your, that's I always not tip. right. I always tip. I, I think it's important to do that. 5% of people who own dishwashers say they never use it. 5%. Yeah, that's pretty low. <laughs> Yeah, we use ours. I, I like using ours. 40% uh, of adults say they are currently working at their dream job. 40%. That's a that's a high number, I would say. Um, I think that would be lower. And then lastly, 22% of us say we can eat a whole pizza ourselves. I can't eat a whole like uh, commercial pizza, like Domino's pizza, but um, those those flatbread ones, the California Pizza Kitchen ones that you buy at the yeah, store, I can, I can I eat. eat. One, I've eaten a, a whole one <laughs> last before last podcast that we did. I ate a whole one, mm -hmm. so yeah. I can get into that. Uh, all right. A Apple watches. An Australian health insurance company says people who wear Apple watches show a drastic increase in physical activity. The company AIA, which gives the fitness tracking watches to members of its AIA Vitality program, reports that people uh, over 50 increase their physical activity by an average of 51% while wearing an Apple watch. Uh 
who I want to show you dr drastic. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I think I might've said decrease. It's a dra drastic increase. Mm -hmm. I might've said that wrong. Uh, or at least if I said it right, I was thinking decrease. The overall increase across all age groups was a, was still impressive. 35%. Uh, AIA offers those who take out the AIA. That's way too many AIAs. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not do that? Right. Can we just not do that to the person reading? Uh, AIA Vitality Program, the opportunity to meet movement goals and see payments for their new watch shrink possibility, uh, possibly making the wearable free. So uh, that's pretty cool. They give away watches. And then they did a study to see uh, if it increased their activity. I don't know why a watch would increase your activity. Well, I have one of those watches. And actually, I am need to find it since we moved. You don't have uh, an eye, an iWatch, an Apple watch. Um, you're, you're thinking like a Fitbit. It's not a Fitbit. It's a, it's an Apple watch. You don't have one of those. do the same things. Not really. No. An Apple watch is your phone on your wrist. Yeah. I it's can. your entire phone and you can take texts and make phone calls and okay. Yeah. It's totally different, but it does the other stuff too. You know, um, so, you know, it's a phone and it's like a phone and a Fitbit on your wrist. Yeah, but I was thinking why you're active is probably the Fitbit part of it. The the activity, it tracks your activity during the day. Maybe. Of course. Yes. Probably. I don't know. Could. It could. <laughs> it might. Friday kind of guy said, I refuse to tip now and just don't go out to eat. Oh, in Canada, waitresses get paid $14 an mm. hour. And I had friends that uh, were waitresses and they complained even when they made 500 bucks in a night. Well, here in the That's States, a lot, they don't bucks make that much. I, well, I don't know. No, no, I, they do. They make minimum wage, whatever your minimum wage is, they make that. And then they make tips. But that's that's their bread and butter. Minimum wage is nothing. I if you're living on minimum. It's not. Minimum wage is not very much. You're right. They make their money on their tips. Yeah. Uh, he, but, uh, he says Friday. Friday says min minimum wage in the States is, is bad. Not really. Um, minimum wage in Washington, I believe. My sister could tell me this. Is like 15 bucks an hour. I know in California it is as well. I don't think it is in Florida. Well, we just but. went to McDonald's the other night and it said, we are hiring now $15 an hour. I $15 was like, an what? hour. But yeah, I guess if you think about it, that's not a lot of money. It's not, right? But if you're getting tips, it's pretty good money. Yes. I'd say it's pretty good money. Uh, Mindy, did you know a child's nightlight may do more than keep away the monsters hiding under their bed? Oh boy. A study from the University of Colorado has found that even slight exposure to dim light can disrupt a youngster's sleep. Researchers found any type of light exposure before bed can impact the production of the hormone melatonin, uh, which helps indicate that your body, uh, to your body, when to sleep and when to stay awake. Sensitivity to light may be greater in children than adults because kids' eyes can take in more light. I, it, it, it bugs me. Uh, Mindy does this thing where she... <laughs> I play on my phone at Colors night. at night and it li lights up the room and I, I just, I can't sleep till that, almost can't sleep till that thing is off. You were snoring last night. Really, though. was I? Yes. Who else was uh, <laughs> you were snoring? I was, and it was this weird, this weird snore. You were, I mean, it was. I, I wish I, I wanted to record it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I wish I, I should have for the podcast. That would have been well, great. That would have been just 
great. Uh-huh. That would have been fun. Yeah. I would have enjoyed uh-huh. that. Thanks. No. Moving on. Hmm. It's entertainment news with Mindy. Gonna get yourself some entertainment news. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to read this, and then you're going to, at the end, tell me what you think, okay? Okay. A Florida judge just granted a temporary injunction blocking the release of additional records related to the death investigation of Bob Saget. Oh. Saget right. was found dead in his hotel room in Orlando, Florida last month. The Orange County Medical Examiner office determined that his death was accidental, most likely due to him falling backward and striking his head. Saget's widow, Callie Rizzo, and her three daughters had filed suit on Tuesday requesting that some investigation records related to the death be exempt from being revealed publicly because of their graphic nature and how they portray the late actor. Uh, well, I don't understand that. Uh, did you ever part. read what, what ha- happened to him? No. First of all, the autopsy says that he had the, the the doctor said he had a fracture to his skull that was the equivalent of falling from three stories. Oh my god! Or thirty to twenty to thirty feet, or getting hit in the head with a baseball bat. He had skull fracture, Whoa. whereas eye sockets are and all, all and, and parts of his skull that was really really thick. So they think foul bone. play, but they said they it have wasn't. no idea. They they just have no idea. So it's it's kind of suspicious. Like what happened? Uh, and then he fell asleep. And you know how they say never to fall asleep when you have a concussion, right? Yeah, wow, I didn't know. No, so. I didn't hear all that. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Okay. Uh, oh no, I copied the same thing twice so we'll move on to music music notes okay bobby brown will appear in a 12 episode series on a and e that will give fans a glimpse of his emotional visit to the grave site of his late ex-wife whitney houston and their daughter bobby christina bobby brown every little step also covers his 2022 reunion with new edition it premieres may 31st and uh, lastly, Dr. Dre has discussed working with Mary J. Blige on her um, next album. He produced her 2001 hit, Family Affair, and confirmed that their pair spoke about teaming up on her follow-up to the Good Morning Gorgeous, which was released last week after they shared the stage during the Super Bowl halftime show. Jason, what did you think? Everybody's saying that's know. the best show ever. It, it was okay. I feel like Prince... When Prince did the halftime show, that was the best show ever. Well, whenever how Chili Peppers did theirs was pretty good. I know they didn't play live. They got shit for not playing their instruments live. Uh, when U2 did it, it was pretty good. But, yeah, but that's, that's me being partial. I'm not poor, more partial to, to bands than I am you know, rap artists. Well, stuff, I grew so. up in with all of those artists that played during the Super Bowl, but I just didn't think it was the best. No, no, I did not yeah. either. Anyway, that is your entertainment news. Nice. Good job, Mindy. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on then to the question. I think it's going to be a fun one. Hey, babe, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. Yeah, babe, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. 
All right, so Angie's in the chat. She said, they did think he might have hit his head on the trunk of SUV. Yeah, but didn't they find Well, I don't know inside? what that means. Was he, was he hit by a car? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Because they found him in the hotel, right? Right. So, he fell asleep. So, yeah, something happened. Wow, I didn't know that it was all that. So yeah. interesting. I, I want to read more now. All right, so the question that we posed and posted on social media, and we can answer right now, and we'll, we'll read the responses, of course, is what was the most fun you ever had at a party? Mindy. Oh, my gosh. We've had a lot of parties. Um, I would say our Christmas parties were have been the most fun. Agreed. Um, there was one though I I didn't make it. Yep. But I was having a really great yeah, time. Yeah, you were. Mm -hmm. Up to the point of passing out. Diane's <laughs> in the chat. She remembers that party. Yeah. Um. I woke up and I didn't have any clothes on. I don't know how that happened. No. So yeah, there's that. Well, nothing nothing suspicious happened. You were just vomiting and uh, throwing up. <laughs> But and weirdly, though, Diane helped you. The back last to the thing bed. I remember, I was dancing, I was having a good time, and then mm -hmm. I woke up and I had no clothes on. Yeah, that party was fun because we had two bands play at our house, which was really, really awesome. But my most fun would be the ones before we moved to the Low Tree Studio, to Low Tree Studios, the mm. Low Tree Avenue house. I liked the parties we had in our little tiny house with our really, really close friends yes. and all the, we would have just a lot of laughter and we played, we played gestures, guys against girls and just had a blast. I mean, we just had a lot of fun in, at those parties at the, to the point where when we moved into the Low Tree Avenue house, um, the parties were ragers cause we had much more room and, and it was a lot of people that we, we were close with, but it was just, everybody just went really hard in the paint quick. Right. And towards the end, I wanted to get it back to that, back to the way it was before it was a little bit closer knit. And, and we did, we, and we did yeah, last we couple of years we did. Yeah. And I enjoyed those. You know, we, were, we, we played a lot of games. That's one of the things we love to do. We played games and we gave people gift cards for if they won those games. And mm -hmm. uh, that's that stuff that you couldn't do with that large groups like that. It was really hard to recover, you know, that fun. So um, that's my favorites. The ones before we moved. Yeah. Uh, what were some of the favorite games, though, that we did play? Like I liked playing. What was the dice one where... Um, Oh. Yeah, left, right, center. Yeah, left, right, center uh, was We'd fun, but that. that was that was a more recent one that we did. But back in the day, we did all kinds of them. We did we did this plunger one where you'd have the plunger between your legs, and you'd have to walk over to your partner and without using your hands get a toilet roll out of between out of between their legs and uh -huh. walk it back, and then you'd switch. And you'd have to do that so many times yep. within like I don't know five minutes or three minutes or something like that. Exactly. So that was fun. We did another one where there was like a ladle and a pan and you, and the girl had to go make a noise, thunk, 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 like she's banging you from behind, thunk, thunk, thunk. <laughs> uh, and gr the girls just weren't that good at it. Oh, wow. <sighs> you know. I don't remember the guys being that good at it. Yeah. So we had a lot of fun, a lot of really fun games like that. So I don't know if, because Diane's in the chat, if this was something, uh, this was, of course, in the in our smaller house party, but I remember us doing some sort of splits or something. Would we had to get down low for something? Yeah, you had to grab something with your teeth or something like that. 
uh, oh, a, a cereal box and that's it, it got right. really, really low. I remember Misty won that one. I couldn't play because at the time I was a yoga teacher and I was, you know, and I, I'm still flexible, but I could, I could, I could get that low. Don't make fun of me. Okay. People, <laughs> but I could, I could, so I just could, I was kind of disqualified from it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. anyway. All right. Well, what so, are the folks so- saying? Joe Johnson said, and this, this happened at our house, he said, falling over the gate at your old house, trying to jump it. Yeah, we had a lot of fun summer parties, too, mm-hmm. at our house. We can't forget about. Um, that was awesome. I hope we can have some of those at this house, too. Uh, Angie said, I don't know if it was fun, but crazy. I She ran from the cops because she was tripping on mushrooms. Well, Angie, <laughs> reveal yourself. Yeah, everybody was telling her what a bad girl she was after uh-huh. that. Of course. Uh, let's see. Um, Jim Roberts says, is not remembering the party considered having too much fun? Oh. I would agree. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've just, had a couple of those. Yeah, that's a good point. Too, a little too drunk, a little too trash. Albert said he's with Jim on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he would get really trashed. As a matter of fact, I remember Albert. Yeah, he's come to he came to a couple of ours. Carol uh, Chapel said the time uh, the time our village organized a ooh I don't know how to pronounce that word silada in a barn. Yeah, she she shared pictures of it. Okay. Yeah, I looked at it today. The preparation of the barn, which took days, was as much fun as the party uh, with barbecues for cooking. On, bring your own food and drinks, wooden pallets stacked uh, for tables, bed sheets as bunting fresh, mm. flowers from our garden, <laughs> and huge painted polyester. I cannot understand what she's saying, but decorations that the children love doing. Um, she'll, she'll let you know. There was, again, this word is, is C E I L I D H. Yeah. Celida. Mm-hmm. band with collar was hired to help people with the uh, traditional uh, group folk dancing. Mm-hmm. Everyone young and old uh, joined in and had fun. Now, uh, Carol is uh, from England. Mm-hmm. So s- some of this stuff, uh, there's, you know, there a little tra- bit. Might be a tra- traditional type of party that we're not familiar with or right. just a regular party, you know, that we, that they have a certain name for. Yeah. And she's really good at the next day, always explaining it. Yeah, so she'll, she'll let us know. I will look forward to that. Mm-hmm. And of course she sent me some photos and stuff, so I will check that out. Mm-hmm. And then Nanette said, uh, too many to pick from. Wow. Jessica said the millennium party I went to was fun. Any party with games. Yes. She's she's a gamer. I love doing the games. Sharina said, David Crosby's backstage party in Kauai dancing with Drew Barrymore and Crazy Cindy. Crazy Cindy. Okay. Were you... Just don't say it, Jason. Don't do it. And uh, Lisa says she's waiting for Tina Greenwood's response. And Lisa said, now I remember one in particular... Mm. My 22nd birthday at Cindy's, another Cindy, wow, Mm. Uh, but a lot, too much to type, she said, so. Got it. That is pretty much it. No Tina, huh? Waiting for Tina, but no Tina. No Tina. Uh, Angie in the chat says, our New Year's Eve parties are always fun. We've been to one, which was fun. I enjoyed it. We did. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I'd love to do that again. Although, no, I wouldn't. I don't want to go to the snow. You guys are coming here where it's nice and warm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And still, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna skip the snow. 
Um, all right. Well, that's the question. The question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is, when did your family come to America and from where? Oh, my God. I'd have no idea. Mm, I, I guess I could find out. I guess I could text my grandma and find out. Could you text? Could you get in touch with your mom? I, my mom might know. I'm not even sure. I will try. We'll try this one. We pull a card, so we have to go with it. All right. And um, my aunt. My one of my aunts on my father's side may know definitely where we came in the picture. Be pretty interesting to find out and share. I think yes. so. Uh, hey, Bell's joining us. Nice that you joined us. We hey, got a Bell. nice lively chat. Thanks for for everybody for showing up. All right. So, like I said, we'll feature that next week. Uh, Mindy will post it. So I know that we may not get a lot of responses, but maybe we'll get some really cool, fun ones. Um, I know. <laughs> Uh, other than Carol, because she doesn't live in America, but uh, this, you could Mindy will post it. You can respond on the Jason Mindy Facebook page or the Low Tree Studios. Do you still post it on Low Tree Studios as well, or do you mostly oh, post it no. on your own personal just, one? Just the Jason and Mindy. Okay, perfect. So you can respond there, and of course, we'll feature it on next Wednesday's show. Mindy, share what you're gonna share. I have how to live 13 years longer. Changing what you eat could add up to 13 years of your life. Really? According to a newly published study. Nice. It found that lifespan can be increased by eating a few red and processed meats. Yes. Right? And more fruits and vegetables. How, how much have we heard this? Is this all the same we've heard? We'll see. Okay. Legumes, whole grains, and nuts. Here's how to make changes to your diet almost painlessly. Let's do it. Track your eating habits. Many of us eat mindlessly and aren't aware of what we're putting in our mouths. Write down everything for a day mm -mm. and include reasons for what and when you eat. Look for small improvements you can make to your diet. Do I need a reason? I, I, I'm bored. I know. Isn't, <laughs> isn't that the reason, right? No. I mean, I eat when I'm hungry. Or stress. Maybe stress. it's stress. I guess there are reasons, but. Yeah. I, I, oof, okay. For that's, me, it's kind of easy. It's either boredom or stress. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, plan for success. Pack healthy lunches and snacks. Okay. Stocking up on healthy staples. You can turn to um, a busy night into another way to boost your uh, successful transition to a healthy healthier eating okay i don't know about that this so far this is junk well you picked it so remove sugar from breakfast jason oh god that's hard for me to do this has tons of benefits including keeping the blood sugar level low and keeping energy and creativity at a high and it sets the tone for the day jason now i will say this if i may uh i have a bad habit of enjoying something sugary with my coffee in the morning. And today I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. How did that go down? And that was delicious. First of all, there is still sugar. Don't preach at me. I already know, but there's much less than there would be in what I typically have, which is like a blueberry muffin or something like that. And it, it held me over. I was like not hungry for a long, long time on the peanut butter and jelly, a uh, peanut butter and honey sandwich. That's why I like to have like eggs and bacon or I don't have that's time protein. to cook eggs and bacon <laughs> at work. You would if you got your butt up early. I'm not cooking that before I go to work. I'm not doing that to my life. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, make one meal meatless. Say like Word. lunch. I do that all the time. Replace 
meat with a plant or grain-based choice. Yeah, that's that's something I do often, so check. And the last thing is eat what you love, but of course in moderation or find a healthy substitute. What if you like vagine? Okay. Do you eat that? I will never eat that. But Just checking. Okay. Okay. Hacks for healthy commute? You did not say? No. Okay. Do these while en route and you'll be happier when you arrive. Okay, so let's first talk about our commute. What is yours? I roll out of bed. I get ready now. You do now because you potentially could be on video soon. <laughs> so my commute is basically uh, to the shower and then to my treadmill mm. and then to my desk. So it's it's not very long. You don't, there's no gas burned. There is no gas burned. Unless you've tooted along but the way. There are some of these things that I am actually doing. Okay. Uh, before I start work. Okay. Me, my commute is... <laughs> Four miles, a little over four, four, almost four and a half miles. Mm -hmm. That's not a commute. No, it's so. not. But it's it's what you do in that commute. So if you're finding yourself stressed out, mm -hmm. no matter how long or short, you should probably be doing some of these things. Okay. And the first one is blast your favorite song. Listen to it over and over, focusing on a different instrument or vocal each time. Not only will it bring you joy, it will cultivate Mindfulness. Nice. So I like it. Screaming at the uh, slow person in front of you, Jason. Agree. Like that. Uh, smell a calming scent. A lot of people put, you know, like car deodorizers in their car or something that smells good. Yeah. Sometimes I, this may sound gross. Um, I don't apologize if it does. I'm calmed by the smell of my own toots. So uh, what if I do wow. that on my. <laughs> So gross. What if I do that on my commute? You toot on my commute. As long as you're. And I'll hot box it. I'll keep the windows up. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to you right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, take some deep breaths unless you're Jason. Uh, stress can cause you to breathe faster. Mm -hmm. Deep breathing yes. counters the body. Fight or flight uh, response. But you might want to flight when you smell yeah, you might want to if run. If you're Jason. Yeah, and or you're... fight, depends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Um, catch up with a loved one. Call a friend or family member, hands-free, of course, mm -hmm. and just catch up. I'm good with a four-minute conversation with people. Uh, Angie says, I make John, ooh, she makes John these things. Well, good for her. Hint to her sister. That's not going to happen. Uh, Angie says, I make John egg sausage muffins uh, to go to work and then they just get frozen. Mm. What, does he not eat them? Oh, do you make multiple? What happens? He, she makes multiples she likes... and then she freezes them. So mm -hmm. then he just takes them out and I suppose I could do that if, 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 I wanted to, but yeah, you could, you really could. You're lucky you get dinner. It's a good point. <laughs> you might have to trade me in. I might thought about it many times. <laughs> All right. Catch up with the loved one. We already discussed that visualize expressing yourself creative, creatively. Hard to say. Yeah. Think about uh, what you'd write, draw, or take a photo of this moment. If you could. Channeling creative energy can leave you feeling focused mm. and boost your energy. Nice. Think about splurging. Consider grabbing an indulgent latte before you head into the office 
or driving that scenic route. Yeah, I will say I, I like having a short commute. Plus my job is a lot less, uh, carries a lot less anxiety with it than the previous job. And, uh, it's beautiful in the mornings typically. Um, it's just beautiful here. So it's kind of nice to just pull out of our neighborhood. And, you know, I just have this guy, I, mean, I look to my left when I'm turning onto our main street to leave. And there's, there's the park with the water and I'm like, mm, there it is. And then I, you know, turn and go on, go on my way. It's nice. Well, lastly, listen to something like this podcast. Hey, yeah. Friday says podcast and soft cloth to rub for days. I deserve it. Oh, so he's a rubber. He rubs soft cloth. Like you remember you had the whoopee, your blanket that you would rub. It says <laughs> country music and sandpaper to rub for days. I deserve it. Country music. And sandpaper. So, oh. hey, sometimes people like to hurt themselves. <laughs> Maybe he's in that category. <laughs> okay. Well, that that was all I had for you folks. I appreciate it. That was fun. Thank you very much, Mindy. Let's move on to fun facts. First one for me. On average, it costs twice as much to dine out as it does to eat at home. Mm. On average, twice as much, they say. Really? I believe that. To dine out? Than it does to eat at home. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Did you not hear me? Yeah, I did not hear it correctly. All right. Some more fun Florida facts. Okay. The World Golf Hall of Fame and Museum is located in St. Augustine, Florida and features a golf simulator and golf museum. I would like to go there and see that. Uh, The crossed bones on a pirate flag are human thigh bones, apparently. Ah, okay. The world's first scheduled airline flight took off from St. Petersburg, Florida on January 1st, 1914. Wow, that's pretty good. Thank you for your Florida fun facts, Minnie. And that's it. All righty, what do I have? Let's see me draw a picture. Excuse me. I gotta lick my fingers. Okay. Okay, I have, uh, so Valentine's Day passed, right? Yes. Uh, Not something that we generally celebrate Mm -mm. or care about that much. Nope. Uh, David and Stephanie did try to get us to care about it a little bit more because Stephanie cares about it. David does because she does. We only, men only (laughs) care about it because the women do. Right. Uh, Other than that, he probably doesn't care about it. Um, I can't speak for him, but I can. Well, you can for me. I don't. I care about it that much. We don't. It's not something that we really celebrated. Um, So we just don't. But we went out to dinner. Uh, It was one of those things. It was like, hey, I'm hungry. Would you like to go out? And uh, it is Valentine's Day. And it was cold and windy. Mm -hmm. And where did we go? We went to a place called Cali Pho, which is a Vietnamese restaurant. And and they have pretty good boba and uh, uh, Vietnamese food. It's pretty good. Yes, I love their boba drinks, uh, and they have such great pho. It's pho, yeah. Pho. 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 Uh, pho is the soup, right? Is it mm-hmm. the soup stuff? Um, we tried a different one this time. It was uh, good. Very good. I was full on the on the soup. 
Man, it's, it's a, a huge bowl. And then yep. they bring out a bunch of veggies that you can throw in it. And then they usually, you pick your meat and noodles and it's so good. I don't like it as much as the one on the corner though. I really like that restaurant. The one on the corner. The one that's right up the street oh, yeah, from us yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, Friday says sex, like question mark. That's what you should be doing on Valentine's Day. I mean, that part I'll celebrate. Yeah, that part's fine. But I don't need a reminder. I don't need a day to remind me that uh, I want to have some sex. Antonio says, I loved the fact that I was single on Valentine's Day this time around. Oh, so he's, you hadn't been, huh? He's got a bunch of hearts. Uh, okay, Valentine's Day. For men, their favorite gifts to receive are what, Mindy? What do you think men want to receive? Mm, sex is number one. And nope. What? It's not. not Antonio says blowjobs. See, I'm telling you, it has to do with sex. So your list is already losing. Okay. Uh, let's see. How about having maybe a service paid for, such as maybe the lawn mode? Like a prostitute? Okay. Is that kind of, now that's no. sex. Oh, oh, my bad. Um, The lawn mode. No. <laughs> that's what we want men mow the lawn. Well, you, well, you do the lawn. So I just, <sighs> I said a service. Antonio says to be left alone. That's it. <laughs> there it is. That's probably. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. Is it on the list? Leave my wallet alone. Let's do that. How okay. about that? It's not on the list. You're not, not doing great, but I guess, uh, 34% say sexy games, toys. So I guess that's sex. It's sex, see? So that's just like in number, denial. That's like number three. Just four. say it, sex. Just don't spray it. What else? Um, How about a dinner? Everybody likes a good dinner. That No, you're not hitting any home runs here. Wow. I'll go through it. 40, how about a gift? 47% say they want chocolates. Men want chocolates for Valentine's Day. They want a spa. A spa and massage. You know what? That was that was forty five percent. That was actually my first guess, and I didn't say it because I thought that was more like what women want. But I was going to say massage. This is really weird. Okay, hang on, I messed up. For men, their favorite gifts to receive are flowers, forty seven percent, chocolates, and spa massages. I can see that. I think this is flipped. I, I did. Women's favorites are chocolates and sweets. 34%, sexy games and toys, 23%, and jewelry, 21%. No, I think that's probably So right. the ladies want the dark. That's <laughs> what this says. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I don't know about the, the whole men thing. That seems a little off, but I, I, know, don't, I know like looking at you, like you like chocolates. Yeah, so I'll take a I chocolate. can see that. And I know you would probably appreciate a really good massage. And I'm talking like a really good massage. Yeah. And I'm talking like a, I'll take a chocolate covered titty, you know, <laughs> that'd be sweet. Um, <laughs> Again, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio says, is this a heterosexual man list or a gay men list? Hey, well, hey, I don't know. Doesn't specify. I it think was, gay men uh, would like the same thing. It was a, a survey according to savings.com. Savings.com. Oh, that's funny. 77% uh, of men plan to give gifts on Valentine's Day, but only 42% expect to receive one exactly. Men don't receive gifts on Valentine's Day. 
It's yeah, a woman's holiday. It is. And that's why, I don't know. I just think it's... It's an unfortunate woman's holiday. Uh, married couples are less likely to participate in Valentine's Day gift giving than unmarried couples in romantic relationships. Yeah, exactly. So we're married. We're less likely to do that crap. Yeah. On average, Valentine's gift givers expect to spend around $82. Oh, I think it's much higher than that. It can be. That's an average, though. Um, All right. Yeah. I mean, we spent 60 on dinner. Yeah, we're cheap. Both men and women say balloons are the most hated gift to receive on Valentine's Day. I wouldn't want balloons mm, ever. (laughs) He's like, "Mm, never. (laughs) Just really don't want that. Uh, both women, uh, that's, that's, uh, Valentine's Day, I already said that part. Valentine's Day is the least popular major holiday. About 10% say they like the occasional more, uh, the occasion more than Christmas. Uh, the favorite holidays are in, in order are what? What do you think the favorite holidays are? I, I think Christmas has got to Christmas be number is one. number one. Next. Um, I'm going to go with the 4th of July. Not there on the Thanksgiving? list. Thanksgiving is number two. Okay. Really? Fourth of July is not on there. Hmm. Well, it's only like four or five. Uh, Then I guess it would be Valentine's. Nope. No? Okay. What other holidays? Let's see. Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, St. Patty's Day. Nope. Wow. Okay. Uh, Well, what the hell other holidays? Uh, Mother's Day. Oh, because I'm not a mom. Okay. New Year's Day. Mother's Day probably would be like, is it number three? It's number three. Oh, and New Year's. Number number four. Halloween, number five. Oh, I always see. Father's Day. Halloween. Number six. And Labor Day. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, there's probably I would say Fourth Memorial of July Day would is on there. A couple of those, but just mm-hmm. saying. Valentine's Day is last, Mindy. It's last. Wow. Well, I can see that. And let's see. Uh, go back in the chat. Uh, Antonio says, one of my coworkers gets mad when her husband spends any money on Valentine's Day. That's a nice, that's a great woman there. And then he went through the list. He said, Christmas, Thanksgiving. He got it right. The fourth is not on there. Uh, I don't know why it wouldn't be. It's, it's, you know what, why people don't like the fourth of July? Because it's in the middle of nowhere. It doesn't come on a, a, like a Monday. It doesn't come on, you know, and with Christmas, usually you get a, the day off after typically with your coworker and stuff like that. So, I mean, with your, with your employer and stuff. So, right. That's true. And just get that one day off in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Hosen says Thanksgiving. Antonio says, this is making me even more realize how much I hate holidays. <sighs> <laughs> Antonio. And then uh, Hosen, I'm not, I'm, I don't know if I'm saying your name correctly. I apologize if I'm not. says, what is Labor Day? It's a Monday off to, you know what? The truth is I don't know exactly what the reason, the origin of it is. Um, but it is like kind of a day to celebrate people well, that work. People that, that work, right? Yeah. I, I think it stems. Um, Let me look it up. Where's, where's, um, um. Wayne, Wayne would, Wayne's our yeah, fact checker, but I think it had something to do with the labor union way back in the day and, and fighting for our rights to be more, um, to have more benefits and things as a worker, but I'm not sure. Well, I have, I'm probably uh, completely I have wrong. Labor day. 
Uh, Labor Day pays tribute to the contributions and, and achievements of American workers and, uh, oof, hang on a second, I got some pop up there, uh, and is traditionally observed on the first Monday in September. It was created by the labor movement in the late 19th ah, century see, I was right. and became a federal holiday in 1894. Uh, labor Day weekend also symbolizes the end of summer for many Americans and is celebrated with parties Street and street street parades and uh, athletic events. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Antonio Tony said, I like my birthday. I think holiday. a birthday should be a day you get off from all work. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hosen says, uh, you were talking about employed people, then must be a busy day for... A lousy. a lousy day for unemployed ones. No, the unemployed ones get to celebrate every day because they have the day off. <laughs> yes. Not that that's a celebration because I do like earning my money and I think everybody should. Somewhat think. Their money. All right, let's move on to the water cooler question. your help i know it i have been sucking at these lately so uh new glasses mm-hmm. i'm noticing that with them on the headphones are on and it's it's really hurting my ear mm, yeah, yeah yeah it doesn't make it very comfortable i have to change my headphones to different ones because it really is uncomfortable it's bugging me um yeah i got new glasses I'm, i like them but i still have a tough time reading like re, be, the, uh, transitions are hard to get used to. Yeah, I think. Um, anyway, uh, water cooler question is this: Reportedly, only twenty percent of people under the age of twenty-one have purchased one of these. We think it's even less. What is it? A car. Twenty percent of people under the age of twenty-one have purchased one of these. It's much cheaper than a car. Much cheaper. Something that we use. A little bit, use a lot less now, but used a lot back in the day. A lot. Wow. You'll use it around Christmas time. Mm. Christmas time. Antonio says lube, also says a condom. That is not it. (laughs) Neither one of those two. And he says, oh, Christmas. And then he says... And only 20% under the age of 21, right? 20% under the age of 21. Have used this. I mean, I don't know why they would need to use it. Ah, but we've used it personally. We still use them. Wow, what in the... Not often, but we do occasionally now. But it's super rare. We used to use them a lot more. Technology has, uh, has kept us from using them. Hmm. Um. <laughs> uh. Uh. Let's see. Uh, I'm sorry to keep up here. Antonio says oven mitts. Nope. Not not it. <laughs> uh, Hussein says, uh, "Hey, seven more hearts, and you have my birth year." Okay, that's not the question, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for playing. Antonio says, "Pay phones." He's on to something. Oh, like the telephone. No, like a home no, phone. no, no. He's on to something in the sense that it's it's oh something answering machines. No, stop <laughs> guessing and listen. He's on to something in the sense that it's 
pay phones are obsolete yeah. and I don't know that anybody uses them, but this is becoming more and more obsolete, more and more, but they still, uh, we still see this, this every day. Really? Mm-hmm. What the heck? Um, Hosen says muffins. No, it's not food. It's not food. It's electronics, Something right? we see, well, almost every day. Maybe not on Sunday. Oh, my God. Oh, the newspaper. Newspaper is not it. Okay. Um, uh, so we may, not, we may not actually use them, but they're still used. On Sundays. No, almost every day except Sunday. Except Sunday. Damn it. Uh, for Christmas. You can almost count on it daily. Almost count on it daily. Uh, Hosen says Instagram. Antonio says related to Christmas. Uh, Friday says for Christmas, Mindy. No, we tend to use them during Christmas. We do. We don't use them as much throughout the rest of the year, but we do occasionally. (laughs) You could use them for holidays. Oh my God, this is so crazy. You could use them for um, people's birthdays. Uh, uh, Especially if they don't live near you. Cards? Christmas cards? Uh, uh, like a... Potentially. A thank you cards. Uh, it's related to it. Uh, stationary. You're, you're warm. <laughs> Antonio says candles. Friday says, this is good. (laughs) Antonio says, post office, he's getting warm. Oh, stamps. Stamps. (laughs) This is stamps. Yes. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Antonio. Am I a great hint hint giver? I sure am. Oh, my gosh. I was sweating. I I worked (laughs) up a sweat. Nice job. All right, Mindy, what you got? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I really had to like dig deep because dig deep. We're, we're, we're running out of the Florida things to say and probably most people are like, thank God. <laughs> but we still have a couple things. Yeah. And one of the things that we're going to talk about because it was part of the story when we bought the house, the first people that um, put a wanted our house, let's just go with that. We had told you before that they had backed out 44 days after. Well, there's a story also behind that. They tried to contact us unethically. I yep. don't even know how they got our number. Well, let's go back a little bit because there's someone new that's hearing us for the first time. What we're discussing is we used to live in California. Uh, we moved to Florida in early November um, and have been here since. And we're sort of sharing that adventure. It's a very long journey to move from California to Florida. And we were, I was born and raised in California. Uh, Mindy had been there for uh, for almost 40 years herself. So so, um, you know, pretty much a California resident at that point. So going back to, yes, the house was sold. Uh, well, we had people in escrow for 44 days. They had issues. They backed out. 
we were under a new contract with new buyers for our house we were selling in California. And yes, the former buyer's agent contacted us. At the time, we are living in a trailer because we hadn't had a home yet. Um, we we're trying to buy one and contacted us. And I had a conversation with the guy telling him, look, you have no idea. First of all, what happened was they lost um, their deposit. So they put a $5,000 deposit down on our home and the real estate agent checked the wrong box. So these people lost their $5,000. Yep. It went to us. We were surprised that we got it because we didn't think we were going to get it. Um, what the irony in it and the, and the kind of interesting part about it is in order for us to remain in track to buy this house, this house the house we're living in, we had to put a non-refundable $5,000 down. Mm -hmm. And we were agonizing over the choice. Should we do it? Should we look for other another house? Because if we, you know, if this next buyer that we have falls through, we lose five grand. We didn't want to lose five grand. We didn't, you know, it's, you don't have a lot of that, you know, it's not, you don't want to lose that kind of money. Um, we made the decision to do it. And then the next on a Friday, mm -hmm. and then on that Monday, we got told by our escrow company that we had $5,000 coming to us. We're like, what? So we reached out to our agents. The agent said, yeah, he checked the wrong box. So of course we took the money and why shouldn't we? It was one of those things where they put us 44 in days, 44 days we were waiting and they tell us they're backing out and we're like, what? Yes. And you know, we had to make a deal obviously to keep this house. Like yep. Jason said, to put $5,000 down. So yeah, it was just an, we were in an awful situation yep. And then, okay, so this guy calls you. Yes, he did. And he, uh, first of all, he's trying to ask to get the money back. And I just told him, you know, our side of the story, because you don't really, that's the thing about having an agent. You don't hear, you don't know what's happening, you know, you don't, and that's, it protects you. It, ins mm -hmm. it, it, it insulates you from that. And um, so that's why it's unethical that this person called and our real estate just were incredibly disappointed that he did. Um, but I told him, look, you know, we're living in a trailer right now. We almost lost this house. We had a contingent offer on it. Um, you, you, we're, we're in a situation where we may end up not having a home. You guys have no idea the situation that you put us in. I feel for your buyer, but you have no idea what we went through. So you're not getting, I mean, I basically said you're not getting that money and back. Not only that, the place that we were staying at in, in, uh, Melbourne beach, uh, trailer RV park, uh, we were about we were days from not having a place to live there either because yep, 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 they yep. were completely it was all booked. coming to an end. Um, so that was interesting for us Had an interesting conversation. And we found out that they were still very interested in the home and that they would have been good. F they, I think they were very disappointed that they didn't get it and things didn't go well for them. And I feel for them. I really, really do. It's a bad situation that they got themselves into. And can you imagine from their side of things too, they they lost $5,000. They're not getting their home and there's no way that they can, um, retract that because we're already in another agreement with someone. We couldn't else. do anything about it. Legally yeah. binding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hosen says they are all cheapskates, uh, those agents and gold diggers. Antonio says, so the realtor is the fuck up here. Yes, yes. that is the case. Uh, and On the their side. And the agent should have been the one to say, you know what, I messed up. Let me cut you a check for five grand instead of trying to come to us for it. Yes. Um, I think after we told our story, he was a little bit more understanding uh, that we we needed that damn money. We put 15K down on this house. 
yes. to keep it. Yeah, five thousand of it non-refundable. So yeah, we're taking your money. You you should be giving us something anyway for holding us in escrow for forty four days. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what's disappointing about California. They don't really protect the seller; they protect the buyer, and that's absolutely. Uh, we got a little lucky on that, so we were grateful for that. But so that's the story about that. And in, in, exactly, it is. And then one other little thing that I thought we could talk about is one of our favorite things, and we just had. Such an amazing time on Friday, golfing. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> super funny. I went and bought mint one of the days after work. I went by uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, and uh, I bought Mindy some clubs. Last time when we were out here in August, um, when we came to see if we wanted to move to Florida, uh, we went to Dick's, and I was like, "Look at these clubs!" And she held them and tried them, and I was, and so I was like, "I'm going to get her those." And so I bought many of these clubs, and 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 we started golfing together. And by the way, Mindy's pretty darn good. She's actually better than me um, <clears throat> in certain areas of the game. Like her driving is really good, just naturally without having to think about it too much. Um, so that was really fun. We went golfing probably four or five times during the time we were living in the trailer when we had free time to do that. And these golf courses out here are beautiful. Oh, they're beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, they're gorgeous. Uh, and then we went uh, recently, uh, Friday we went mm -hmm. and it was fun. We had a good time. We, we saw some, you know, alligators. We which saw our first alligator. A huge alligator. He's probably what? seven feet. He was just chilling big, on the big bank. Big, alligator on the other side. So yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty cool. It's nice to be out here playing golf and hopefully we can continue to do that uh, during the summer. It's pretty hot here, but uh, Hossein says, if you could do that, would, it would be so helpful. Uh, which, oh, sorry, let me read the part above it. Can you just book Airbnb <clears throat> for a lifetime in America and pay a monthly rent? That was one thing we were considering uh, was staying in an Airbnb because they are a little bit cheaper. In fact, when I stayed out here for the two weeks before Mindy, because I came out before her, I was in an Airbnb and it is cheaper, but it's still, you know, about three to four grand a month, which is a lot. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Yeah. It was uh, compared to the RV park that we chose to stay at. And the reason why we do that is because we have an RV and it was $1,200, well, $1,100 a month versus three to $4,000 a month. Way, way cheaper. Yeah. So uh, now we're golfers, or at least Mindy is. She's golfed before, uh, but we never had her own clubs, and uh, she's doing way better now. Oh, I tell you what, having my own clubs that fit my body, and I got a new pair of golfing cleats, and is that was the first time I wore those, lot. and it really helped a lot. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, you don't slip as much. Um, I didn't know shoes were that important. Antonio says, still haven't legitimately golfed. My horrific attempt at Top Golf doesn't matter. Did you do Top Golf in Vegas? That's pretty fun to do. Uh, I'm getting better at golf. My driving is still uh, horrendous, but um, your short game is better than mine. Yeah, I'm pretty good at putting and and my my uh, um, wedges and stuff like that. But my long irons, I'm not as good at, and my driving, I'm not as good at. So uh, that's that. Let's get into the quote. Antonio did say long-term Airbnb is a thing for a lot of people in certain jobs. Yeah, it is, and it works well, um, much better than the hotels that they try to offer. I'd rather be in a, an Airbnb than one of those hotels. Yeah, because it's just like having your own house. Yeah, it's like a little little apartment. Mm -hmm. When I stayed for the two weeks, I had a little apartment. I loved it. It was great. Yep. 
All right, I chose present moment because with this new job, I'm having to, you know, get up, structure my morning a little different, you know, get in the shower, get around, I get on the treadmill, and then I've been trying to meditate. Yep. And staying in the present moment because I've had some very stressful moments lately. I've had some interviews and I'm starting this new job. Anyway, present moment is the only moment available to us and it is the door to all moments. That's beautiful. And don't wait to be successful at some future point. Having a successful relationship with the present moment and be fully present is whatever you are doing. That is success. Yeah, I like that. And uh, this is something from Eckhart Tolle. Mm. Present moment awareness creates a gap, not only in the stream of mind, but also in the past future continuum. Nothing truly new and creative can come into this world except through that gap, that clear space of infinite possibility. And consequently, the only way that children come into the world is through that gap as as well. Mm -hmm. The the vagine. And (sighs) there we are. Present moment. Live in the present moment. All right. Uh, Hosen says, uh, listen, I live in Iran and always dreamt of coming to America and uh, live the American dream. Uh, do you think it's a good idea to immigrate to America? Can I find a good job there? That's a really good question. I don't have an answer to. Um I don't know what it would be like to be uh, an immigrant in the United States at this point, probably under the current uh, administration is maybe better than the former. Um, but I don't know what it's like to get a citizenship. You might, you know, want to look into that. It takes time. A lot of people, it takes a long, long time. Um, I don't know if the opportunities are better. I've always lived here, so I have nothing to compare it to. That's my genuine answer. I don't know whether it would be better for you or not. I mean, you can obviously live a pretty successful life here in America and have a a, a decent amount of of wealth and freedom and all those things are amazing, but I don't know what that's like for someone who's coming here who wasn't born here. Um, I'm sure that it it can be. But uh, I, I don't know how to honestly answer that question with honesty because I don't, you know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm, I was born and raised here and I feel lucky to have been born and raised here. So I think that, um, you know, I'm a firm believer in obviously when you migrate here, you should do it the right way. And when you do it the right way, you, your possibilities are probably endless here because we have those freedoms. Well, I will say that, you know, uh, living in California, we knew a lot of people who migrated from Mexico and, found some tremendous success in America. Mm -hmm. So I've witnessed it, you know, incredibly. And and it is, it is possible. Um, You just have to figure a way to do it. You're probably going to go through some times that aren't easy though. So you Mm -hmm. have to prepare for that. Um, If you come here with a little bit of wealth already, that's probably a good thing. But uh, yeah, I'm sure that they're going to have some tough times, but if you're, if you're, if you're diligent and you, you take advantage of the opportunities that come your way, I think you can have some great success here. And of course, also try to become a citizen. I I would want to do that if I went somewhere, if I decided to move to England or Australia, one of the things I would want to do is become a citizen of that country, you know, have dual citizenship. I wouldn't want to just be there as a visitor, you know? So 
especially was a permanent choice for me. So that's my answer. Uh, Antonio says, Patrick, Bet, David, and Manny uh, Kozhpin are both very successful Iranians. Um, and he says, no, I'm not loaded. Oh, in terms of money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, that makes sense. You know, in America, you can, you can, you can find success, but Hey, good luck. If it's something that you want. I mean, I don't know how you go about doing it. I really don't have that answer. So, uh, that is our podcast though. That's our show for today. If you love what we do and want more of us, check out our website, lowtreestudios.com. Of course, the links are provided in our show notes. Uh, enjoy your evening, everyone. And thank Antonio's you. Antonio's asking in. you, Jason, nope. don't you love Ireland? I do. That's what I'm saying. If I was to go, if I just, and I've thought about this before, you know, I mean, you can obviously, if you work for say a company like ours, where we have sort of a global presence, you know, we, we, our company is in Australia and England and a lot of places I could go there on a work visa. And if I loved it, then I'd work to become a citizen or somehow be able to stay there. Uh, if you come here on a work visa, that's a little bit different, right? Then you can stay here a little bit longer and maybe you like it, and, but those things expire. You have to eventually become a citizen. If it's a long-term job or contract, then you can stay there a long, long time, you know? Um, I do like living in America, so I don't know that I want to live in Ireland, but, um, you know, I don't know. I, again, I don't know how that, well, that I, works. I think too, it also boils down to having respect for, for one another's, um, countries. You know, you wouldn't want to go into Ireland, um, and, and be inconsiderate of the Ireland people right. that live there. You'd want to go by their rules. Absolutely. Well, I would, I would want to, I would want to follow whatever rules they had. Uh, I love what he says here. Uh, <laughs> Irish citizenship would be Jason O. Galbraith. I think, I th funny thing, I think Galbraith is, is a, uh, is a Scottish name anyway. So it's not too far Mine's off. an Irish name. McVeigh. You can't, you can't get any more Irish. I don't think. McVeigh, you cannot. I could sit right at home there with Mindy. Uh, anyway, that's it for our show, guys. Thank you for tuning in uh, to the Jason and Mindy podcast where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.